This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And we've got a question steering us in a totally different direction where we've been the last few days, Michael. Here's the question. Can a female administer communion? In other words, we're talking about the Lord's Supper in the church service. So I don't know what you're going to say. Okay. I'm just going to give you my thought process. and my. (laughs) I'll tell you my conclusion and then my thought process. And then you can do it every moment. Yes. Maybe you'll change my mind. I have no issues if a woman administers communion. That's my answer. Uh, I don't believe the Bible speaks positively or negatively against it, nor do I sense that the administration of quote-unquote communion is a solely pastoral function. Now, let me give my thoughts to this. Uh, Throughout 2,000 years of church history, the quote-unquote sacraments or ordinances, ordinances, did I say that right? Ordinances. Ordinances Mm -hmm. have taken on I would say a hyper elevated meaning in the church. So meaning this uh, baptism very quickly, actually, as soon as the second century, we see already that in early church writings that they started to confuse water baptism with salvation, Yeah, with salvation, even though that is not in scripture, uh, it became like this elevated experience that people would say, well, you're not baptized and then you can't be saved. And, and the church uh, did the same thing when it came to communion. Absolutely. Without communion, you can't be saved. So what would happen is that um, this whole theology started to develop, and it really became a workspace theology. The intentions were good, and it happened by, we'll call it the elites who could actually read, and the pastoral elites that just, I don't, I don't think, probably thought as cleanly and clearly as they should on some of these things in the early church. And uh, again, this is also often before the New Testament canon was closed. Um, and so my, my point in saying that is— uh, they took on this really interesting importance to the community uh, and they meant more to the people than I think God intended them to mean. So for example, uh, if you're a Roman Catholic, you believe that um, you partake of grace, you add to your merit every time you take communion and your soul is nourished like tangibly, right? Yes. On the other hand, if it really is, as the Bible says it is, do this in remembrance of me. Like it is this not is not a sacrament. It is not a sacrament. It's an ordinance. Right. It's, it, so you can see the difference. As, as, as Christians at, at Villa Church, we take this in remembrance. Mm-hmm. Catholics take it to nourish their soul and add to their merit so that they can accrue more good works to reduce their time in purgatory. Correct. I mean, you can see the difference. And so uh, eventually baptism and communion became so vital to one's salvation that it needed to be administered by a pastor because it was yes. that huge of a deal. Mm-hmm. And my answer, can a female administer communion? Absolutely. goes back to my point, which is communion is not a life and death thing for the believer. It's important. Yes. It is valuable. It is, it is necessary for the community to come together and keep Christ central in our gatherings, whether it's in a community group or in a church service. I don't, it doesn't matter to me where it's at. Um, but I, I believe if a husband and wife or a, a single woman wants to administer communion in their small group, they can go ahead and do that. Um, and I don't have an issue with it. So I just think this, the very idea that communion and baptism are unable to be performed by women um, or by somebody who's a non-pastor has just shown how out of control these ideas have yes. gotten over the last 2,000 years. So you and I are close. I want to nuance my answer please, by saying, can a female administer communion? Mm, sure. No different than 
can a female administer baptism? I would say yes. We have females we administer have, baptism. We certainly do at Village Church. A couple of things I want to say, though. I believe very strongly in the ordinances of baptism and communion for the local church. It is a local church ordinance, not a—it is a uh, something that the universal church uh, shares, but we share this— more tangibly in a local church setting. Members one of another, yes. one body in one location. And I mean, we, that's a biblical theme. I get yeah, that. Yeah. And what we practice at Village Church when it comes to communion is, I know we say open communion, but mm-hmm. really I would say it's close communion. We don't allow everyone to participate mm-hmm. in communion. It's those who have trusted Christ as Open to believers. Yeah. Open to believers, not open to everyone, but open to believers. And I think there is a sense in which that is appreciated because while we belong to a local church, we also belong to the universal church, uh, the ultimate church, which will be joined together in heaven. The same is true for baptism. And because it is a local church ordinance or an observation, something that the local church does together, it's done through the authority of the local church and the elders of the local church. So if a community group, um, if a youth group wants to share communion together, they're doing that under the authority of the local church. If I want to bring 50 people from my community, my, my block, that go to 14 different churches and say, hey, we're going to have a baptism service in my backyard, uh, in my swimming pool, and then we're going to have communion, I, I think you've lost some— uh, of the tangibility of of what it means to do this as a local church. And I have a little bit of a problem with that. I, I, I think that there's just several issues theologically that I have. Now, let me also say this. If it's done, if communion or baptism is done by a female in, the, in a local church, the female is doing it under the authority and the umbrella protection of that local church, then theologically it's going to be correct. And there's there should be no problem. Now, let me back up and say yeah. this. Here is a more, it's not a theological issue. It is a practical issue. During church history, what we have observed in every denomination that has moved towards female clergy, what you see in every one of those denominations is male clergy have become less and less and less as female clergy continue to grow and grow. The same I mean, statistically that would be necessary. Well, yeah, <laughs> I understand that. But what I'm saying is, uh, and I, I, I hear your the, I, I yeah, yes, that was I, the funniest I, thing I've, I've said all day. Yeah. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. But my point is, when the men are absent, that that yeah. vacuum it has to be filled with the women. Yeah, and I think. It's really hard for men to get back into that. History, church history has proven every time male leadership is is missing within the body of the local church, there is there is a vacuum that women will step into. And the overwhelming theological position that we have is complementarian, which means that men and women complement, our roles complement with each other rather than egalitarian, where men and women are equal within the local church and equal in the sense that they can perform every function within the local church. That is not where Village Church is at. And what I'm saying is this. Village Church is complementarian. Yes, we're complementarian. If the majority of the time females are are administering uh, communion or baptism, 
I would tend to have a problem with that. Because Where it's is a the men? sign of a lack of male engagement? Right. Yeah. If only women are doing that, it's like. Where are the men leading? Yeah, where are the men? Yeah. Where, where are the men that should be leading according to their God-given responsibility, uh, in both Old Testament and New Testament? Where are the men? Yep. But every now and then they have a female administer communion or baptism, especially if she's a godly woman. I think that is wonderful. So you had said something earlier that I would just like to clarify um, that I didn't disagree, nor was it unclear, but I just want to go a little deeper. Sure. You said that communion and baptism should happen under the authority of a local church, right? There should be, and I totally agree with that. What's funny is the fact that you even had to say it yeah. shows how many rogue Christians there are. Mm -hmm. And it was just interesting as I was thinking about that for the apostles in the first century to think that there'd be a rogue Christian, like that's not really categories they that never, they had. They never would. Every person had a local church, even if they were traveling, um, like Paul's companions who traveled with him, they were sent out by churches. Yes. And so everywhere they went, they actually went under the authority of that church. It is interesting, though, that we do have to say there are rogue Christians who don't have any authority. They don't go to church. They don't give or serve or anything of the sorts. And they just kind of do whatever they want, wherever they want. And that's not it's interesting because that's a category we have to deal with. I know the woman asking the question and, and she goes on and she says, hey, if I want to give communion to somebody in the hospital who's dying, can I do that? Sure. You're under our authority as a church. Uh, yes. you're, uh, you're a member of good standing. Um, absolutely. You know, administer communion. And I understand yeah. if you're Roman Catholic or you're Anglican or you are Orthodox, what I just said drove you nuts. And the mm -hmm. reason it drives you nuts is from my perspective is because communion has been elevated to almost a salvific concept sure. that can only be administered from a pastoral and mediator. And so I would just say, I don't see communion in the same way they do, but um, we do it in, remem in remembrance. So, sound good? Sounds yeah, great. Just interesting when you said that, I was like, wow, there are rogue people who are going to hear this and be like, I can administer communion wherever I want. I don't go to or baptism. Or baptism or whatever. No, no, you really can't. There is a importance of the local church to the body of Christ that is different than the universal. Yep. We are all believers, but we should belong to a local congregation yep. in order to grow. All right, so here's our question for next time. If someone is looking to hurt or kill your family and ask where they are, would you lie? And is that lie wrongful? <laughs> wrongful? Wrongful. I don't know grammatically if that's correct, but <laughs> is that lie wrong? There we go.